0: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. I'm talking like 2019. Bob Iger announced that they were looking at... uh, Actually, it wasn't 2019. I take that back. I got to go back a little bit further. Bob Iger announced way back... Was it August 2019? No, that was when he had... Okay, I want to start that over. That was really bad. (laughs) Because I thought I had the right date. Hold on.
1: No worries. No worries. Welcome to the Beers and Ears Podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown.
0: A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, I'm talking not too long ago, 2013 CEO of the Walt Disney Company, uh, Bob Iger, announced in February 2013, a series of live action Star Wars movies that were not the Skywalker trilogy, they would actually be kind of Skywalker adjacent. We got Rogue One, and then we got Han Solo. And then everyone said Han Solo was absolutely horrible and the live action uh, movies decided not to go forward. But the one that everyone wanted is the one that got canceled. And that is what we're talking about today on the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey.
1: And my name is Matt. Yes, this is a first on our show, a mid-season episode yes. of Obi-Wan. Uh, yes, Obi-Wan Kenobi is, of course, we're talking about the first three episodes. Um, at When this drops, the fourth episode will come out tomorrow. So um, here's the reason why we don't usually do this, just so
0: everyone understands. Normally, when we record this podcast, we are about two weeks out. We usually have like a two episode buffer uh, for things that come up, you know, whatever it is. Well, sometime in the last six months, we wound up one week out. We, we found ourselves uh, where we were kind of more like 10 days, maybe like nine days out. And then at some point we found ourselves three days out where we record on a Saturday, the episode publishes on Tuesday. Uh, we actually didn't have an episode last week. It was Memorial Day weekend. It was a gorgeous weekend out. Uh, uh, fairy Pod, another Amy, was in from uh, Michigan, so I was out with her all day on Saturday. So we didn't do a podcast. And honestly, I I, I don't feel bad about it. I'm sorry if you missed our voice, but <laughs> I uh, I know, really don't it's, feel it's, bad about I it. I
1: think it's this is the human element of it all. That mm-hmm. I mean, part of this human elephant uh, elephant human element. You might hear today. Uh, you might hear the gracing of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse in the background because my daughter is sitting ten feet. From me watching and yeah we're 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 real people and we have real things going on and sometimes life just does get busy um so but i i wanted to put that
0: out there and say that this is a chance for us where we've never really had this chance where because we're always two weeks out the episode would always be delayed by two weeks and it wouldn't be relevant well this is relevant we're recording Right in the thick of it, we're three episodes into the six-episode series. I watched episode three last night, and I was on the friggin' edge of my seat. So I'm very excited to talk about where we're at. I know you are, because the elements and the ties to the the animated series are abounding like crazy. So uh, in case you can't figure it out, spoilers, major spoilers ahead so far. If you've not watched episodes one through three yet, uh, what are you doing? Um, But before we get there, um, we wanted to get talk a little bit about some Disney news. Uh, Star Wars Celebration just wrapped up. Matt wanted to cover some of the stuff from that. Um, So let's let's get into that, Uh, some of the the news that's out there and kind of where Disney's at. Can I start with the one that I texted you this morning? Yeah, absolutely. Fantasmic's back. Fantasmic is back in Disneyland. It debuted, I think, last night, if I'm not mistaken, was the first night it came out. I believe Um, so. I'm so excited because Nate and I are going to get to see it in a couple weeks. We're a countdown node, like 11 days at this point. Um, but yeah, uh, Fantasmic is back. If you've missed the dun, 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 you know, that, that theme song, um, you have a chance to catch it in Disneyland. No word yet on when it's coming to Walt Disney World. I know they've been renovating the theater and kind of getting that ready to go, but I watched the whole thing, and they've added some really cool elements to it. They've modernized it a little bit. The one thing that I was very disappointed with was that the dragon, the physical dragon, was not in the show last night. And you and I were kind of talking back and forth whether we think it's they're they're going to bring it back or whether that was maybe
1: B-Mode. or. I think that was B-Mode. I think that's the... We're testing the dragon throughout the day, throughout the day, throughout the day. Guess what? It's not ready to go. We go to this.
0: Which to be honest with you, I honestly, if that's the case, then yay Disney, because I've told this story on the pod before that the very first time we ever went to Disney world and the dragon was down and they canceled both shows. Yet we waited for like three hours to see them. So if they've got a B mode, I can't say the B mode was bad. I just yeah. was expecting the dragon to come out, and but again, it was a really good show. It lasts about 25 minutes, so I want to say it's a little bit longer yeah. than the previous incarnation. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean. I wish they would have kept the Peter Pan, but I get it. Um,
1: I, <laughs> the I, ship I, is cool, though.
0: The ship is awesome, and yeah, I was, I was, I was pretty. It was pretty neat. So, so yeah, so that's back at Disneyland. So yeah. is the Main
1: Street Electrical Parade. <laughs> yeah, Main Street Electrical Parade is back. I mean, clearly the parks are now ramping up to, all right, we're back to normal. I mean, just announced, you know, the the new Finding Nemo show in Animal Kingdom is coming back. They're reworking yep. that a little bit. Yep. A Festival of the Lion King comes back in July in full force. With the monkeys. With, yep, with the monkeys. Everything is coming back. So by this summer, you're going to see Disney World you know, going on all cylinders back to kind of what it was.
0: And they, and they've had that um, Disney plus 25% off promotion going on too, where if you have a, if you're a Disney plus subscriber, you can get up to 25% off a select resort all this summer. So um, that, I gotta say that kind of surprised me a little bit that they went there with that. I, it, okay. It didn't, it didn't, like it didn't surprise me because they've really been trying to get the synergy going with the Disney plus, but it did surprise me that they were offering a discount. Like I'm wondering if, some of the bad press they've had lately has taken a hit on some of the um
1: some of the occupancy. I I think it has, but I also think it's it's twofold that a streaming service is only as profitable as the amount of people that are willing to continue to pay. Yeah. And so you have to keep incentivizing people to want to continue to pay. And so yeah. You know, if, you know, people like us where it's like we love Marvel, we love Star Wars, we love Disney, there's tons of stuff for us to watch. But if you're just like a Star Wars fan and you're paying for Disney Plus just for like four series, again, they're trying to keep you on their platform paying them money. Well, you know, you say that people like us, though. Honestly,
0: Matt, I've had the three-year plan. Um, you know, I came out the three-year plan for me it ends in November. I'm not entirely sure I'm going to resubscribe. I'm, I I'm mean, not. You can I, I don't really have a need.
1: Well, and it depends on, you know, the nice thing with all of these streaming services is you can do a month-to-month where, let's say there is a series that you're like, I really want to watch this. You pay for it for a couple months and then you yeah. cancel it.
0: That's so what I did with my Paramount Plus. I watched my Survivor with my over the last couple of uh, from September through a couple of weeks ago, and I've canceled it for the summer. It'll come back in the fall. I canceled Netflix completely. I don't miss that at all. Yeah. HBO, HBO Max is pretty good. I'm 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 loving HBO Max. Yeah. HBO
1: Max like has yeah, really got, got some really nice stuff on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So right now I've got HBO Max, Disney Plus, Hulu, uh, and I just canceled Paramount Plus. So it's just those three. Um. I honestly, I probably, I mean, I. I can see why Disney Plus is kind of a go-to when you got kids. Oh, yeah, that's my thing. For me, again, I I, I don't watch a lot. I mean, I was just scrolling through it the other day. Other than Obi-Wan Kenobi, there, there's not a whole lot on there that's interesting to me. I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. You kind of so. have
1: to go digging a yeah. little bit to find to find some things. Um, I mean, obviously, again, I have kids. I, we use it daily. Like, it is a daily staple in our house. Yeah. And I would say that I I fairly often will go back and watch old movies and, um, like, I mean, at, not just for this podcast, but for just fun in general. Like, you know, I'm kind of in the mood for this right now. I guess I'll have to keep it for the podcast, I suppose. <laughs> well, I mean, here, here's the thing. You don't have to. Like, I mean, we uh, can well, very I- easily. Yeah. We could very easily do a uh, do a podcast where I just get really excited about things and <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a Disneyland podcast and I'm not going to Disneyland, so
0: that is true. That is true. I guess we have to figure that out. So all right, what other news did you say was coming out of Disneyland or Disney in general?
1: This one's kind of, um, you know hearsay, but um, you know the the voice actor for Tiana announced through her networks that it sounds like the retheme of Splash Mountain is coming in 2024 meaning that i mean splash mountain is probably then if this is true disney has not confirmed this so you know who knows but if that's true it's probably less than a year until splash mountain closes down for some time while they go through the refurbishment
0: which actually i'm i'm very excited that i'll get to experience it at disneyland hopefully as long as it's not um long as it's not down and hopefully i'll get a chance to experience it at at walt disney world um it was uh when we go in october um you know one last time We we have already talked about how it's my favorite ride on property obviously so but i am not one of those people that is so frustrated like I was just I was just on my Facebook group and Lou Mangello's group, the the WW, WDW Clubhouse group. He's got you know thousands, tens of thousands of followers in that group. And he does a really good job. He's got some great moderator, moderators in that group. Well, someone posted the quote from the voice actor of Tiana, and he had to repost it without comments on because even in that group, people were getting nasty about it. Like, and Lou runs a very clean group, a very tight ship. Everyone's very respectful. Um, You know, I respect Lou for that versus other groups that I'm in. And it's like, guys, this idea that wokeness is a bad thing boggles my mind. Like, why in the world do people get upset when people want to become better versions of themselves? I I don't understand
1: it. Well, and in this case, take, take the Song of the South being an extremely racist movie out of it. Song of the South is not a relevant movie for today's consumers. No, not at Princess all. Princess and the Frog is, and and it's, it's also
0: why, it's the same reason why they put Winnie the Pooh in for um,
1: the other Mr. One. Toad.
0: Mr. Toad. No, yeah. no one knew what Mr. Toad was. Like yeah, I still have never seen Mr. Toad.
1: You know, I mean that's one of those like it's fine, <laughs> I enjoy it. It's okay, um, but uh, yeah, like it's just it's 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 okay to update something. Yeah. And it's okay, and, and we talked about this what now two years ago, I think, where you can two things can be true. I like the original and and think it's the best ride or one of the best rides on property, and I am really excited for the re theme and I think it fits perfectly and it's gonna be super fun. Both Absolutely. of those things can be true. You don't have right. to say, Oh, I'm excited for the re theme, so I hate this one, or vice versa. You can say I'm I'm sad that the original is going away. I mean, you, you kind of you know, alluded to that. That you know, I'm glad I get to ride it one more time in its current form. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you're you're saying this is a travesty that Disney is you know succumbing to it, it, what a uh, wokeness or whatever it is. It's just it, it's it, it's fun fun thought
0: exercise here for a moment, Matt, because I think you and I agree on this. On this, is there any attraction? on property that is in your mind off limits that that they could not, it would, it would be a travesty to you if they pulled it out.
1: I can think of one that not if they pulled it out, but if they rethemed it and that would be the carousel of progress.
0: Okay. It would just be
1: weird. Like when you say rethemed it, how
0: would you be okay with an update to like the, like because when that was – if you think about when that was done – because I think Carousel Progress could absolutely do for an update. Oh, and, update and is I fine. Think, like, like because, you know, you've got the, the – what is it? The, the the 30s or the 40s, the 50s – I think it's the 30s, the 40s, the 50s, and then the, the current is what I think it is, basically. Or something like that. The 20s, the 40s, or whatever. No, it's turn of the century. It's 1900, 1920s, 1940s, and then the current. I I would love to see them go a little bit more broad. Maybe go turn of the 20th century, 1950s, 1980s, and then now or something like. See,
1: that. See to I me that's that. that's the same thing. If they if they were to retheme it to The Incredibles, okay. and now okay. we're gonna we're gonna go through an Incredibles adventure. I'm like, what's the point of this? Like, I love The Incredibles, but. What what this is supposed to be just would feel kind of weird. That's the but the the only reason that you have that threshold. I think the only reason for that though is is because of what the Carousel of Progress was. That it was in Disneyland, and then it you know moved to New York, I believe, and then came to Florida. But I mean, but even that, like, if they were to retheme it, I I guess I'd be, you know, like, wow, this is weird. I don't really want to go on this anymore. But I also okay. Like, I'm just, I'm not in, I'm not one of these purists that the park has to say exactly how I like it. Yeah. And, I mean, the people that when Guardians of the Galaxy coaster was announced were, ah, this is going to be horrible. It's going to ruin Epcot. (laughs) I have not heard a bad word about no. the Guardians coaster people. Oh my gosh, this is so great. This is exactly what Epcot needs. It's like, oh my gosh. Like, make up your mind, people. So, I'm just not mm-hmm. one of these purists that this park has to stay exactly how I like it and it can't ever change. No. Like,
0: so you so you'd be like, so maybe you'd be disappointed, but in the same regard, you're not going to get all up in arms about it.
1: No. No. Yeah. Like, I, I I'm right. I just Outside of, I mean, I think the most angry and, like, throw up my arms I have been is the discontinuation of the Disney Magical Express. And that's not even a ride.
0: No, and that was more of a just you're taking away the value of staying on property. One of the values of staying on property. Absolutely. That's still right now. It, it's still causing headache for a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. The mirror service
0: so, is great, but yeah.
1: Okay. So yeah. I just All don't, ahead. I just don't think, I mean, or I guess another example would be if, which they're not going to do would be, Hey, we're making the Navi River journey into a Lion King River journey, but it's staying in Pandora. It's like that just wouldn't make any sense, but that's they're not going to sl- do that. That
0: that's sloppy. That that's not yeah. so Yeah. I okay, I get what you're saying. All right. Yeah. All right. And then you, I know you wanted to transition a little bit over to celebration news. So Star Wars Celebration was yeah. held in Anaheim last week. Uh, it, it, you said, oh, yeah, there's all this news that came out. I'm like, really? What's the news? So yeah. I turn it over to you. What's what's the news?
1: Yes. We'll start with the not as exciting news to you. Um, the second season of The Bad Batch uh, got a trailer. Uh, September 28th is when that drops on Disney+. All right. Um, so kind of going more and more diving right into, you know, really post-Order 66, you know, very soon after that, figuring out, you know, what's going on. Uh, uh, Jedi Fall, uh, you know, the video game, uh, um, uh, Fallen Order, uh, Mm -hmm. which came out, ooh, when uh, uh, episode nine, we did that like triple Star Wars day where it was Mandalorian Mm -hmm. uh, stuff and Rise of Skywalker. And then this, you know, video game made by Electronic Arts, EA, uh, that got a sequel and a a teaser trailer as well. Um, so we'll continue that journey, but then kind of, you know, the big thing was these, you know, Disney plus series that have been announced and even they announced new ones. So, okay. um, these are not online, but, uh, they were, they, they were shown an Ahsoka trailer and, okay. um, more so, so they did that thing where you only got to see it. If you were there, you were, okay. I'm surprised nothing leaked yet. I'm surprised it hasn't. I mean, all the news has. So, but I mean the like actual trailer I have not seen. Okay. Um, but apparently it's confirmed that uh, they are bringing in uh, Ezra Bridger and Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels, two very popular characters. And
0: that's going to be tied in the same universe that is the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, right? That's exactly. Kind of yeah. The same timeline. Okay.
1: Yeah. That's in that same timeline there. Um, then uh, uh, Andor also casting in Andor series, kind of the beginning of the rebel you know, spy network and, and not so much the Jedi rebel Alliance, but the rebel Alliance. And it looks pretty What's gritty the timeline and- on that. So that's in between three and four. So, but that's, so okay, that's the timeline. That's the timeline
0: that we're in right now with Obi-Wan.
1: Cause yeah, I, exactly. I, was,
0: I, I was thinking about this the other day. So we are 10 years removed from order 66, which we're going to get to here in a minute, which means we are less than eight years removed or around eight years removed from Rogue one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which so this is that
0: we could potentially see a Cassian Andor cameo even
1: in yep. the series potentially. Absolutely. So that series got, and then uh, the series that got nothing except an announcement is Jude Law is starring in a series called The Skeleton Crew. Okay. And John Favreau and Dave Filoni are heading it up. So all
0: right, all right.
1: Um, that was Interesting. kind of the that was kind of the big announcements that came. A um, couple of omissions, I you know that I I found uh, not glaring, but nothing on the movies. We've talked about this on the podcast. That it seems like they're pretty committed to taking a break from yeah. the movie theater and are really focusing on these animated and live action series that are going straight to Disney Plus. Um, I think that they, it, it, that it, it must be holding enough subscribers that yeah. they, they want to continue that type of content. So, and I mean, then it was just, you know, they, they went through all the panels and other stuff like that. It was cool to see people's costumes and, yeah yeah, um, yeah. it so, definitely
0: didn't have the same, I don't know, excitement or the same air about it that the last one had, I think, because the last one, you had the finale, you had episode nine, you had the Mandalorian, You know, there was some a lot of. You also
1: had Galaxy's Edge, like yeah, Galaxy's Edge was a big yeah, yeah. So I yeah that this one definitely did not have as in my mind as much of a hype around it, and maybe that's just because where we live. Like, I mean, it was here, it was here, so we were yeah, and I was there, you know. So a little different, but I think you're right. Where finale, you know, finale of a storyline in episode nine. Mandalorian very anticipated and at that point I mean Galaxy's Edge was highly highly anticipated so it it, it, it makes sense that this one if the thing we're mostly anticipating is a tv series yeah. that's just not as big
0: yeah I mean even the star, star cruiser is built and doing its thing now so it's yeah kind of like, exactly yeah. yeah all right so then I think this is a perfect transition then to where we're at right now I posted this up on my Facebook after watching the first two episodes last week with Amy. Obi wan more like Obi wow like like I am so excited to talk about this series. It, yeah, I, 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 I let's just start here. It is great. It is. This is the bridge that those of us who have not watched the animated series need to bridge that gap between um, episode three and episode four. Like this is like, this is a time period that has been explored with the animated series, but like, wow. Like it it, 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 it the sequel junkie in me that loves parallel or loves stories that are chunked and loves to see them connected is like geeking out with what we've seen so far in the first three episodes. So
1: does that make sense? Oh yeah, exactly. Like I, I, I find this period between three and four to be one of the most interesting. Yeah. It's why I like the bad batch. It's why I like star Wars rebels. It's why I like this because order 66 is a seismic thing that happens to the galaxy. Mm-hmm. It totally shifts where this world and this galaxy goes and the fallout of all of this where i mean uh, 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 you know with with the bad batch it starts out the series starts out where they are receiving the orders for order 66 and it's interesting to see all of the kind of chaos that happens with that where what we see is this really well executed plan and then immediately after that there's all this chaos of wait what's going on and uh, and mm-hmm. you you see you know, the clones in the bad batch immediately kind of question, like, wait a minute, this, this isn't right. Mm. Um, and then in rebels, you kind of see the grassroots of this rebellion that turns out to be a wider rebellion. And then here you're seeing right now, as of right now, there's, there's no rebellion. Like to our knowledge, I'm sure there is.
0: You're starting to see at least what, what happened in an episode, the third episode here, you're maybe, maybe starting to see the starts of it. You're starting yeah. to see people say, wait a second. Even Atala, right, in this third episode, yeah. Going, you know, I signed up when I thought, you know, when I when I thought what the empire stood for was was noble or whatever she said. And then I realized very quickly that it wasn't. Like that right there is the start, mm-hmm. I think, of and, and that's kind of where I thought they were going with that with that. Right. Um,
1: what a left turn though, with the story is not really focused on young Luke.
0: Not at all. Like, <laughs> totally. okay, that was gonna be my question for you. Like, there was no lead up at all. None. Whatsoever that young Leia was gonna even be in the picture. Unless I missed something. I I had no idea that young Leia was going to be a thing. It, it, they even teased it. The way they teased it was Luke on the thing doing his thing. Right. Yeah. And then Leia comes out of nowhere. And okay. When they first showed that the scene, first of all, Jimmy Smith's awesome. Great. cameo. Yep. I loved seeing him. Right. How awesome is that? But anyway, when they first do that whole scene, I'm like, oh, okay, it's cute. We get to see a little bit of Leia. Awesome. And then they go back to Leia and then they go back to Leia again and Leia gets kidnapped. And I'm like, Wait a second, and then all of a sudden, it's a story about Leia and, 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 and Obi Wan, and and yeah, total um, total left turn. And I'm I love it. I I hope the whole series isn't just trying to get Leia back to 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 um uh, uh, Organ- uh, uh Senator Organa. I hope that there's some other stuff involved, and I hope that what we saw in this last episode. Um, isn't the only encounter between vader and kenobi like i'm hoping there's another
1: one it, it like i feel like it can't be mm-hmm. but yeah because i mean okay we have to talk about that now that you brought that up where again the last time that these two well do we want to go there first do we want to go there or do we you want to brought it up like... so i have let's okay. let's, right. let's go back let's go back okay. then let's say that for so the let's end.
0: start with episode one so so episode one you know I've seen enough of these, like, this was very much going to be kind of a Boba Fett, kind of like, he's 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 broken, he's doing his thing, he's keeping his head down. Like, that was all predictable, right? I kind of saw that happening. Um, even Uncle Owen's, like, demeanor towards Obi-Wan, I guess, kind of made sense. But in the same regard, I'll, I'd be really interested to know what happened in that 10-year period, why all of a sudden Owen became so much more disgruntled, like from when he brought Luke over to now, like there's something there that I don't think has been explored. Right. Um, but I honestly feel that the, the way we get introduced to the inquisitors and third sister is awesome. Yeah. Is awesome. I remember when we were talking inquisitors on this show, back when you were doing the convince me on the on the star wars shows um you you had talked about the, the sisters and the brothers and, and the inquisitors i think in fact when amy was with me because we were watching together it's like i think matt told me about these people and, and who they are and everything um but she, third this is i guess from for third sister this is her first she's never been in anything else correct
1: yeah the fifth brother um has been in uh has been in other things and, the and grand grand then brother, I, too, right? And then the Grand Inquisitor too, which that's a whole another question I have because he's apparently d- dead, but, but apparently not though because but apparently not. I the,
0: the cartoon takes place five years after this exactly. So apparently he's not dead yet.
1: Exactly, that's the question. I was like, wait <coughs> a minute. Um, yeah, this is her first appearance, I believe, in in um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. Ninth sister also makes an appearance. Mm-hmm. Seventh I, sister I, also. I
0: read an um, article on because there's only twelve of them. There's there's. But
1: there's here's what I like about it is. How did they introduce them to someone who has never seen the cartoons? He goes up to the shop owner and says, do you know who we are? You're inquisitors. Do you know what we do? We hunt Jedi. It's like, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> um, and no, so even if you no, no, Matt, the Jedi hunt
0: themselves.
1: Oh, the yes, the Jedi hunt themselves. But, uh, <laughs> Come on now. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a clever, you know, th- this is where it worries me down the road where they're bringing in Ezra and Sabine. I'm like, holy cow. Like for someone who's never seen the cartoons, that's going to be harder. This is pretty easy to be like, Hey, know. look, there's these you people what, and they though? hunt
0: Jenna. I, I don't know. I mean, they brought a in just fine. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, okay, I guess you're right. Here's what I'll say about this. Even if you've never seen an episode of any of the cartoons, hand goes up. That's me. Not watched one full episode. I've tried even if I've never seen an episode, I still know who Ahsoka Tana is. I still know who Ezra is. And I still know who the Inquisitors are. Just just being Star Wars adjacent, I know who they are.
1: Well, and the nice thing is now there are so many article primers and other things like that yeah. that you can get, okay, this is who this person is. I understand. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I, but I liked that they set that up that way of, okay, yep. this is what they do. Yep. Done.
0: So anyway, so then obviously we get young Leia. I remember I remember when, when Leia first, um, when, when they first bring Leia in and it's Leia's mom who comes in and it's Leia's mom's attendant and you think it's Jimmy Smith's at first and it's not. They kind of did the fake out. Yep. And then um, they do the fake out and then, you know, a little bit goes on. She's obviously, uh, she's obviously um, uh, tinkering with Lola or whatever. And then. That's when Jimmy Smith comes in. That's when Jimmy Smits makes his cameo. And it's like, oh, my God, it's Jimmy Smits. I'm a huge Jimmy Smith's fan. I, I I don't know. Uh, by the way, I'm vamping right now. Uh, Matt has stepped away to go take care of his wonderful daughter. So I'm just going to keep going for a couple of moments until he comes back. Um, I love Jimmy Smith's. I was first introduced to Jimmy Smith's in the West wing. So if you have ever watched the West wing, you know that he, um, plays the president to be, uh, who eventually wins the presidency. Um, who's God, whose name is escaping me at the moment. Um, God, it's been forever. I'm watching it on the HBO max and rewatching it, but I've always loved Jimmy Spence. He actually was in, um, uh, the how to get with get away with murder briefly for a little bit towards the end of the final season or the second to last season as well, which I thought was really interesting as well. But seeing him come back, uh, as, as Senator Organa, as Bail Organa and his interaction with Leia. But yeah, I, I just, I absolutely loved, um, uh, the fact that he has made that cameo and, and, uh, Yeah, so that's where we're at. So uh, I'm going to pause this now and wait for Matt to come back because I can't vamp much longer. Uh, and uh, we'll resume for you listening it will be like nothing happened but uh for us it could be 5 minutes 10 minutes an hour who knows oh actually there's Matt right there so that worked out really good i was just vamping like crazy matt i was talking about <laughs> jimmy
1: smiths on the west wig i even said i was going to pause it for a second and then suddenly you came back sorry um, my so, my daughter informed me that she needed to go potty so i was ah, like well i need to leave
0: <laughs> there you go and yeah, he puts his finger on and says one second and suddenly I was just vamping i was going to town so but anyway so let's talk about young leia what are your thoughts on young leia i like
1: i i, I like how they're portraying her mm-hmm. um i think in the you know original trilogy you get a little bit maybe of the you know the initially starts out like oh i'm this helpless mm-hmm. princess of alderaan dah, dah, dah. and then as you the series goes you know the original trilogy goes on you realize oh no Leia's actually awesome and then same thing, like, be, you know, in the sequel trilogy, she's clearly a very smart general leader, yeah. and I like the beginnings of that, and especially because that's who her parents were. So, it would be on brand for her to be this, you know, very headstrong... Her parents being... Her adoptive
0: parents or her parents?
1: I think her actual parents. I think okay, having the Anakin and, Padme and, Padme and her,
0: Anakin? Okay, very I good. mean, I think
1: I think Organa is also a very, very influential senator and has some oh, yeah. ha, has some influence there too. Speaking of uh the, her parents, that
0: scene in this last episode when when Obi-Wan looks to her and says, You you know, you remind me of your mother. Oh my god god was that heart-wrenching like to just like, oh you just you could you could just picture padme right there as she's as she's talking about her, or i think talking
1: about her. i think what's what i really love about these first three episodes so far with obi-wan is how how broken he is because he was yeah. always the calm cool and collected character in yep. everything that you've seen him in and even the you know even episode four he's this very calm you know, cool and collected guy. He's got everything, you know, figured out. Everything's in control. You never feel like uh, there's there's only one other time in in stuff that I've seen in him that, that I've truly seen him like heartbroken. And this, I mean, he's a broken man.
0: Yeah, he really is. What I found interesting is I've been researching a little bit, so McGregor has really wanted to explore the Obi Wan that he played in the prequels. And how he transforms to the Obi-Wan that Alec Guinness plays in, in Episode 4. And what happens. And that's really what this series is meant to give us. Is how is he so broken? So, okay. So let's talk about Vader. Um, we're there now. <laughs> um, obviously, we get the sneak peek of him at the end of Episode 2 in the, in the tank where he's healing. Then we get the, basically a longer montage of the suit going back on him very similar to how we got that in episode three. And yes, you get a little bit of the interaction with him and and third sister. And um, I think for me though, the moment that solidifies how bad and how far down he, he, he fell was when he snapped that boy's neck in the third episode. And and as he's walking in that city and Obi-Wan sees it, it 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 is really interesting because i know it's hayden christensen playing him yet i know it's james earl jones voicing him um it's um for me there's there's still a disconnect between anakin and vader like that's not for i don't know why i have such a hard time but that it it got a little bit better when the two of them finally met back up but like It still didn't. Does that make sense?
1: What I'm trying to say. I get it. I think they are. They are doing a nice job of instead of making Vader this like mystique villain, uh, not not mystique as the X Men character, but like have this like aura around him. Mm -hmm. He's a straight up cruel, you know, leader. I mean, you said the snapping the boy's neck and then when he's dueling with Obi-Wan, he sets the thing on fire, the ground on fire with his lightsaber and says, you are going to suffer like I suffered like that's yeah. brutal. It
0: was brutal.
1: Um, and so, you know, he's just such a more scary, you know, everyone's so scared of Lord Vader. And, and in like the the, you know, original trilogy, you're like, I mean, I guess he's scary, kind of, but. I don't know, like, I, you know, not like super duper scary. And now he's, that very he's...
0: first episode, he was not episode four. He never was as brutal like he did. And I think that just becomes down to the, the filmmaking technique of the seventies. Yeah. He did not come across as brutal episode five. Okay. Maybe a little bit more. You get a fleshed out character episode six. You kind of get his redemption at that point. Obviously. Yeah. Rogue one is really, when we truly saw his cruelty, the way that he, boards that ship and you see it right before everything that happens in episode four. So I think we're building to that a little bit. Um, and I read a little something too, that like the Vader we're seeing right now is not the Vader eight years from now, like that this is a Vader in transition. And, and I kind of thought about that and we might be, there might be a story arc here where Vader's cruelty arc doesn't peak in the original trilogy it actually peaks before the original trilogy. Like, we're witnessing the peak of his cruelty because Obi-Wan is still around and, and um, you know, what he did with Obi-Wan and, and, of course, what ends up happening in Rogue One. I'm wondering, and this is just speculation for me, in the original trilogy, maybe he starts to recognize that well, he does, obviously, in episode six, but maybe before that he starts to recognize that the Empire's not all it's cracked up to be and the Emperor's not all it's cracked up to be.
1: Well, and, and I also think, you know, clearly we have to get to a point where Obi-Wan goes back and lives on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. And so right now, it seems like they've got Obi-Wan pretty well cornered. Mm-hmm. And they, they've got him and they know how to get to him. And so the question kind of becomes now, okay, How does it go then to where eight years Obi-Wan can sit around on Tatooine and have no trouble? I mean, again, we can also extrapolate a little bit where, okay, maybe he does have some more trouble and we're just not seeing it in this show. I mean, the show is a snapshot of this period of time. But I think that's the key is like, okay, this is, you know, pretty, we got Obi-Wan pretty well cornered. How does he then get his way back to Tatooine and live the life of the anonymous Ben, ben Kenobi.
0: Kenobi, which and even then, like his his alias is shattered. People know he's Ben Kenobi now. So, like, I, I don't know. It is. It's going to be interesting to see. So, I as, I as I was preparing for the episode today, um, so this has gone through multiple rewrites. One of the reasons why this got delayed as much as it did was that the original story. The uh, Lucasfilm said, no, this, this isn't it. In fact, apparently it had too many undertones of The Mandalorian and and trying to deliver a child to whatever. And, you know, here we are, right? So episodes one, two, three, and six retain some of the original storyline that was in there from what I have read. five, um, Four and five are were written by a completely different writer. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next two weeks and where they go now. Um, and it, very also interesting is this idea that he's been burned because Alec Guinness's version, he wasn't burned. I mean, he was at least not on the face. He wasn't, we didn't see the rest of them. So maybe he was burned underneath and we didn't know it. And they've also said that this series is supposed to help us understand or change the dynamic of that meeting that takes place in episode four I don't feel like we've had that yet. I, I feel like this first meeting was just that. It's a first meeting, and there's got to be something more coming.
1: Yeah, I, I think there's th- there's got to be another showdown here. And I almost think this sounds bad, but there's almost got to be, like, a he sees Vader, like, face-to-face. And I, kn- yeah. I, I don't mean, like, with mask on. I mean, mask off, he sees Vader face-to-face.
0: Yeah. He actually he sees well, he sees Anakin, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because in my mind, even like Vader is Vader with his mask on. Anakin is Anakin when his mask is off. Even though he was Darth Vader in Episode Three, I get that. But I agree, there's got to be a point where the two showdown and. I don't know. I, I, I'm really excited. I mean, it was just a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, Matt, we were talking about how could they do this? How could they meet up? And, and, you know, cause we always thought that, 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 that final fight on Mustafar was really the last, the last time they saw each other. Well, clearly now they haven't. So maybe there is another fight in store. Right. So I, it, all I got to say is, I have been very impressed with where they went. I felt like the the the, the thorough line, the through lines between the prequels and the sequel and then the original trilogy are very strong. Um, I would love to see some of these other Jedi that have been transported. I'd like to see some of that where that goes. Um, I'd love to see, you know, how far out are we from the how far out are we from Han Solo from the Solo uh, movie. I don't think It's we're a great too far question.
1: I don't think we're super far out from that. So I mean, there's a chance that we get a solo, you know, a solo peak, um, or, uh, especially a, it, because a, um, you know, Maul. Tatooine is where Jabba's palace is. Clearly, Han has business with Jabba. Uh,
0: Darth I, Maul, Darth, Darth. You know, I mean, he was in Solo, so maybe we see something there too.
1: Yeah, some. Yeah. Oh man, Darth Maul would be, would be rocking especially because you know after solo the big like loose thread of solo and i keep thinking about this is the darth maul reveal and i wonder if that's a thread they're gonna tug on not so much as like uh for this story but like setting up like a hey we promise we haven't forgotten about this
0: talk to me about ahsoka for a second so ahsoka is anakin's padawan so Correct. clearly taking place in, bes- in between episodes two and three. How old is she there?
1: Uh, she's like a teenager when... when okay, So she's, so she's like 12, 13 when, when that happens. And then Rebels takes place when? Rebels is um, in between three and four. So she's, an, she's a full-fledged adult at this point. And then
0: her in the Mandalorian Boba Fett universe, that is probably that's, like five or six years later, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that. So she's just more of an adult. So there's a good chance we could see an Ahsoka cameo too. I mean, yeah, there absolutely is. You know, I, I I'm not sure they're going to tug on that thread that much because end of season two of rebels very much has like the big Ahsoka Vader showdown. Um, and with her series coming up, I think they're going to want to really tell that story there. Yeah. I, I I'm not but her they, they... series,
0: but her series coming up though is after Vader's dead. Though, I mean, we're, that's after Episode Six. True. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean... so that's what I'm saying is, is there might be. I, I what is she doing at this yeah, point? It's like, what? what is she, at, where is she right now? Because I think for, at least in my mind, and I'm sure a lot of people feel this too. So you got this gap between three and four, which is 18 years. That's the area we're in right now with this series, right? This series, Han Solo, Rogue One, right before you've got um, uh, Clone Wars, which doesn't take place, that actually takes place before three. So there's not actually, this period between three and four, there's not a lot of content Right now, I mean, there's there's basically this and Solo, right? This is.
1: It's, is there anything else that I'm missing? I mean, it's in between this. It's Rebels, Rogue One, Solo. But no, I thought here,
0: Rebels was. I thought Rebels happened after six.
1: No, no, no. Rebels is between three and four.
0: Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, sorry, you didn't yeah. say that. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, but so you've got Rebel, but Rogue One is like essentially if you took the beginning of episode four and rewound it an hour and a half. Yes. I know. I agree with you. No, I, And I, I then get um solo so- I would say is its own thing. It, uh, and so you're right. Like we really don't get a like galaxy wide kind of th- what's going on. I think that's what makes me really excited about the Andor series. Like all of this, like, okay, we, we, we enter into rogue one and episode four with this, the resistance is already pretty well thriving. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and now I, I want to know, like, how does that really begin? What, where, does, where does this come out of? Because, you know, the, the Chancellor does such a great job, you know, giving this propaganda of the Jedi have betrayed us. And really it's just, it's just a select few people that would know the truth on that.
0: Well, and I I want to know what happens to Ahsoka during episodes four, five, and six. Where she go? What happens to her?
1: You yeah, know? she she kind of so it, she leaves the Jedi Order. Kind of the big the big ending of the Clone Wars is her leaving the Jedi Order. Yeah. Um, she's accused of something. Um, she's yeah, accused of bombing. That, yeah. yeah, yeah. So she leaves, and she kind of like. Does her own thing for a while, and well, I, I see her
0: in Rebels, which is before four, though. Yeah, but, um, so so the question is, what happens after that? After her big showdown with Vader, what happens?
1: I think the key is that they kind of can do whatever because she is a little bit of a retcon character. Yeah, and so like George Lucas wasn't thinking, oh, here's what Ahsoka's doing during these movies. Like that's not that's not what's going to happen. So you can kind of craft it to be whatever you want it to be
0: and that's kind of where my point is At is, like is we're in that territory right now where we are ripe for a potential ahsoka cameo we are ripe for a a solo cameo we're ripe for a, a darth maul cameo we're in that period which hasn't really been explored all that much there's a lot you know like we're basically at the halfway point between three and four
1: yeah so there's yeah. there's
0: a lot ripe
1: for pickings right now I mean, uh Jar Jar Binks cameo, you know, he's around. <laughs> he is around. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If they did
0: that, oh. I would, I would laugh very, very hard. I got a question for you. So in the first episode, when, when, when Obi-Wan is on Tatooine and he keeps going back to his, where he's living at, um, is that R2-D2 in the sand? I don't think so. With the, with the when his thing goes up and he's looking around. Because I don't think so. I think that's the just generic I that, droid. Whatever happened to R two D two? Where'd he wind up?
1: Um, I mean, three PO or...
0: well. Three PO got his memory wiped.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just
0: wondering where R two D two wound up. I swear, three PO went with with um, uh, actually, three PO did. We saw him. Three PO went to with Senator Organa. Yeah. But I think R two D two went with um with Obi-Wan Kenobi because this droid belonged to you is huh. one of the things that happens in episode four. And I'm wondering if that's where that tie-in's at.
1: Huh? Maybe. I don't think it is, but I could be totally wrong about that. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I I mean, definitely I think we're going to see some great, great surprises in four five and six. And I I, let me say this. I think it, it should be a law of Disney plus that they need to release the first two episodes of any series that they do on, <laughs> on the first week. It just It does seem like they do that now. It's so much better. Because they they did that for WandaVision, but then they didn't do it for some other ones. Mm-hmm. And and just for the the opening, like the the premiere of this of the series is such a big hype. You know, you're you're getting ready for it, you're so excited, you want to see it. One episode just doesn't do it. From week to week, one episode is fine. Yeah. Like it, it works really well, but for that first hit, we we need two yeah. episodes.
0: And honestly, I wouldn't have been satisfied with just that first hit. Like you needed that second one to round it out. I felt like the, the bookend of Vader being in the tank and and opening his eyes, like that was a great bookend to where we started, you know?
1: Yeah, at the end of episode two, I felt like that was great. I'm so excited for next week. My fear is if it was just episode one, I would have been like Okay, that was fine. I really enjoyed that, but I, i'm 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 yeah. i'm I'm wanting a little bit more now. I mean, it's why I mean, this is something TV's been doing for the long time. How many seasons have opened up with the two hour season premiere yeah yeah yep. um because mm-hmm. they realize that they want to like you've been amping up for this. You want a little bit more right at the outset and then you can kind of spread it out over the rest of the time. I'll take one less week of a new episode to have the first two episodes. Yeah, the content's
0: the same, but you would get it a little bit dispersed and i do enjoy that they are dispersing it one week at a time i'm glad that they don't just release the entire season like what was the the plan for a lot of shows at one point so all right anything else you want to uh, add before we um before we get out of here and, and wrap up
1: uh i mean we've said this again like uh, you know kind of alluded to it a little bit at the beginning but i mean i, I guess my last question you would be I know I know you're on the record of saying this, but I mean, you really don't think there's gonna be movies for a long time, do you? I don't no I mean I and I think I'm starting to come around to your your side because they're just doing so well with these series. What story would you want to tell on the big screen that you couldn't just say, well, why don't we just do this on Disney plus?
0: <laughs> they They have got so much galaxy and so much time. In terms of time period that they can flesh out at this point. I mean, think about what Lucasfilm is doing right now. That, frankly, Marvel is not doing. I and mean, we give Marvel a lot of props, right, for doing what they're doing, expanding this huge multiverse. But think about what Lucasfilm is doing. They are telling stories right now in the same universe, set generations apart, filling in all of these different gaps, yet tying it all together in a in a slowly progressing way that makes us want more and more. And I think the way that we're doing the, the nine episodes of of the main Skywalker saga is perfect because that's how they've done it. They filled in all these gaps. It wasn't all at once where Marvel, they're kind of focused in on one time period at a time that's progressing. It's not generational. And I mean, they've done a couple of generational things like Captain Marvel and of course, Captain America. But other than that, it's all been focused more on the present timeline where, where Star Wars is telling this story kind of in three different chunks. There's, you know, what happened 18 years prior or 20 some years prior to the original sequel, the original sequel, and then what happens basically uh, 20 plus years after that, right? So they've got this gap of about 60 plus years or so that they're telling and they're filling in all these gaps. So for that reason, The medium of movies is not the best way to do that. The series is the way to do it because they can tell it in longer, longer threads. And Boba Fett, Mandalorian, um, this show, Obi-Wan, dare I even say the cartoons, they're the best way to do that.
1: Well, I'm trying to even think about Boba Fett and now Obi-Wan. What would these have looked like if they were movies? Would I have been as high on them if they were going to try to do all of this in a movie? And and maybe the answer is yes. I don't know. Well, think about it this way:
0: the Obi Wan movie would be over at this point. We have already had two hours and twenty minutes of content.
1: So give or do you take. Feel satisfied?
0: Yeah. Do you feel no? It's been. I mean, the first one was fifty-five minutes. Pull five minutes off for the credits. The
1: second no, one was 40. More like 10 minutes off of the It feels like there's a lot of credits. Five
0: minutes, so five minutes yeah. off the credits. So you got 50 minutes there. You got 40. So you pull 35. So 35 minutes on the second episode. So that was. Um, Put it this was, was, way. It was, yeah, we got about two
1: hours. So maybe you would have about 20 minutes more. Maybe you have 20 more minutes. So, I mean, essentially what you're looking at is this series and Boba Fett taking out half of what was in there. Yes. And saying, here's your movie. Yep. And The series is about two movies worth of content. Yeah, it's about two movies. So I, I, I just think, yeah, it's easier to tell. Now, I mean, you can start to argue then. Okay, is there wasted time? Like for Boba Fett, could I have done without the speeder bike, uh, the slowest speeder bike th- uh, chase ever? <laughs> yeah, probably. <Yes.
0: laughs> yeah, it's like someone forgot to hit fast forward on that on the editing on that on that particular spot. Yes.
1: Um, so anyway, but yeah, I, I'm. I'm so excited for tomorrow. I'm I'm now speaking in the future tense uh, uh to be able to watch this um uh, and then I uh, you know I I get a double whammy here uh then Thursday is the beginning of uh Ms Marvel for the MCU ah. so I'm, no
0: interest there whatsoever for me.
1: I I figured you weren't. So yeah, no, um, no interest there. I yeah, not so much. So I'm I'm this one. This is the one that I I have read the entire first run of of the comic for, and really really enjoyed it. So I'm curious how they adapt that story into the MCU. Okay.
0: All right. Well, it is closing time. Next week, folks, we uh, plan we are going to be going back to Disney and we're going to do a review on the Jungle uh, Cruise. The Jung- Jungle Cruise or Jungle Book? Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Sorry. Not, we did Jungle Cruise already. Jungle Book, the the live action and the animated, right? We're kind of going hit- to. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We'll kind of talk about both. I think it's impossible yeah. not to talk about both of them.
0: Yeah. you know, Get some more cowbell in there and. Uh, you know, so, and maybe even talk about Baloo's cameo and rescue Rangers. So, yes. um, but yeah, so we're going to hit the jungle book up next week. So that'll be fun. Um, we've got some other episodes coming up down the pipeline, uh, Matt, we did not do the planning. Like we said, we were going to do in the last episode, but that's okay. Uh, we've got <laughs> no. a couple episodes still in the pipeline and I'm hitting Disneyland in, in 11 days. So that'll be fun. Um, but anyway, uh, if they want to get a hold of us, Matt, how do
1: they do that? You can send us an email, beersandears1928 at com. Instagram and Twitter at Beers Ears 1928, Facebook group Beers and Ears Podcast. You can uh uh check out the sorcerer Network.com and please do because um Not, not
0: the Sorcerer Network. Sorry. SorcererNetwork.com.
1: Yeah, sorry, so sorry. SorcererNetwork.com. Uh you you'd think being, you know, the <laughs> the person that has had the domain name for the last three years would know what it is. <laughs> uh yes, yeah, sorcerer Network.com. Just posted my avatar article last week and I've got a article on uh light year and like beforehand, kind of my thoughts of how this is the next evolution of the Toy Story franchise. I've also got a Harry Potter article that I'm working on. Some non-Disney, a,
0: non, uh, a franchise that I was never able to get into.
1: Yeah, just I'm 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 looking at you know the obviously you know the original eight movies and books, and now the the their kind of prequel trilogy has the just wrapped up. Things, and, whatever. Uh, I'm sorry. Say again.
0: The Dumbledore thing. Yeah.
1: They're, they're like fantastic beasts and all that stuff and kind of, so I'm, 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 I've got, I've got some good thoughts there as well. So, you know, obviously this is a pop culture thing, not just a Disney Marvel star Wars thing. And then I've got some, uh, got some plans down the pipeline. You know, if you've read stuff on the Sorcerer Network, you know, Disney Speedstorm, uh, which is a Disney racing game and Disney Dreamlight Valley, oh, um, which I'm, Valley. Sure, I'm ready to go for that one. I'm sure we will have episodes on this, on the yes. pod, Um, but I'm looking at bringing some content in like a live stream or YouTube realm of that. So, um, I'm working on setting all that up. So, you know, if you just are wanting to listen to me more and want to see me, you know, showcase some Disney, I got some other Disney games. I found a super old treasure planet game. That's really fun.
0: (laughs) I'm just now getting into steam. Yes you and I are now officially friends on Steam. So that's, Woo. Um, it hasn't, the first game I downloaded wouldn't play for me. So I had to request a refund on that. So I just downloaded another one. I'm hoping that it'll play. It, it takes me back to my college days, Age of Empires. Nice. So very excited to try to launch that. In fact, I just downloaded So after I get done with you, that's that's what I'm going to be doing. Nice, down, nice. Laundry out. And, yeah, so.
1: Yeah, so um, look, that's kind of the, the next evolution of Sorcerer Network here. So um, Beautiful. Awesome. Um, so I'm looking well. at doing that.
0: Anyway, um, real quick, happy Pride Month to everybody. I wanted to make sure I threw that out there. If you haven't checked out, what are you laughing at? My,
1: you can hear my daughter laughing in the background. Donald Duck is the most hilarious thing to her. Okay. And, well, like, this is her cracking fun fun up years. at Donald Duck.
0: Well, speaking of which, happy 90th birthday to Goofy this month. Yes. Turned 90. So. But anyway, happy Pride Month to those who are uh, part of the community and or allies. If you haven't checked out Disney's Pride Collection, it is awesome. ShopDisney.com. And they're not making any money off of it. And I give, Disney a lot of props on this all profits through June 30th are actually going to help LGBTQ IA uh, youth programs across the country so um, I was actually able to get I got a couple of things I got the uh, the pride pin there I don't know if you can nice see yep and I got this one which I think is really cool it's the, the, the characters oh nice I like that yeah. uh, they finally um, uh, released the plush I'm not sure if I'm going to get the plush or not I really should because I've got this one right here kind of uh, anyway. Uh, yeah. So maybe they'll have them when I go to Disney. Like, right so oh, there she is. she laughing. She laughing. Yeah, so all right. Keep, well, we're watching
1: Donald's Clubhouse, and this is just uh, the height of comedy.
0: Well, let's raise our glass, or in this case, my giant bottle and, full of water today. Sorry, folks. Uh,
1: it's 2 p.m., people. It's 2 <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, p.m. 3. So uh, all right. This episode has been on us. We'll see you again real soon.
1: Bye, everyone. Bye. a day. Thank you for listening to a Sorcerer Network podcast.